We're back. Episode 52 of Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast with OG Willikers. Yo, I know we're going through some crazy times, so I hope you're all staying happy, healthy, and clean. This episode was taped after the last Brutat Boom Bap event on February 21st. If you were there that evening, you got to see Lago Milagros rocking dope rhymes. He's also an author. If you checked out the merch booth, you probably saw his book. It's pretty awesome to have him on both shows that I'm a part of, Brutat Boom Bap and Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast. Quick note, Brutat Boom Baps are obviously canceled until further notice, but we are ever so eager to get back to it when the time comes. In the meantime, stay creative, stay supportive, bump that hip hop. Oh. The center of forgotten hopes Voices on mute screaming vamonos I'm here to channel through to that audio Dripped in realms, I'm a prophet on the microphone The crown misdiagnosis How a voice can bring the sound of adios I'm from the land when you question where you go ghost You're looking at time, son of a muse You'll only hear about half of all my feuds The other half get buried, son Go away like graffiti in the area Be forgotten like tapes in the stereo Lose the content like rap on the radio uh, There's no explaining what these streets like When it's night, you get hunted by the beef strikes Squads roll up, hoping they can freeze Like I'm smoking to the ease, right? Holding while I squeeze tight Cause this might be my last day I ain't running no more, I'm facing my fate down goes the king, down goes the kingdom This kind of outcome, great for my income Infiltrate, quietly infect the system Then watch it all burn, claim you a victim Aim for the cause, never mind the symptom It ain't classic, boy, this ancient wisdom Ancestors died, to make sure I live them So every day I vibe with that inner rhythm You get me? We gon' leave that in a mission Make sure you stay focused, you on a mission And though I don't know what tomorrow brings We tend to focus on today We focus on the gardens Why focus on the grave And though I don't know what tomorrow brings We tend to focus on today We focus on the gardens Why focus on the grave What's good, everyone? This is Lago Milagros here, hailing from Queens, New York, by way of Columbia. Excited to be here with OG Willikers today. Hey, welcome, man. Thanks. Yeah, so but you're living in Phoenix now, too, right? That's so. right. Living in Phoenix now for the last year. Yeah, cool, man. So you're, you're repping the Southwest. I am, proudly. Yeah. I love me some Southwest, man. That's dope. Um, and you were in Tucson, too. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I'm I like, wait a minute. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, actually went down to Tucson in 2008, actually. So um, it's been a while. I, I spent quite a bit of time there. I went to school down there. So uh, University of Arizona, shout outs to the Wildcats. Um, I went for their English and creative writing program. 
um, in which I learned a bunch of poetry and writing and reading. It was like my bread and butter. I've always loved that. And uh, that's actually where I became an artist, to be real, uh, in Tucson, Arizona. Like I, I uh, evolved into the artist that I am today. Um, I, I give it all to Tucson. So That's awesome. But, you know, I got to see you perform last night. You have a very uh, New York sound going as well. That's right. You can hear that. And that's what you're saying, you know, because the Queens, you have you have some some titans in your neighborhood that you have to kind of live up to in a way. Absolutely, man. Yeah, like growing up in Queens, um, like we were mentioning before, there's like all the local heroes are world heroes. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows our lo- locals, you know, and um trying to step into the arena of being an MC on and being from Queens. I take a lot of pride in that. And I try to be, uh, try to hold up to that lyrical, um, tree. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's awesome, man. A lot of respect for that and for being able to stand up and kill it. Cause you fit right in in Santa Fe too, which is, I wonder how that fits in the world of hip hop sometimes. And, and you came in there and like the people, you killed it. Thank you. People show a lot of love last and, night. Yeah, New Mexico has a. Um, we do, I think we do it a little different because we don't have those titans that we have to like look up to. So, and I talk about this probably in every episode of the podcast almost. But like we, we do. We kind of do whatever because we don't have anyone that we have to like. Look emulate up to. Or, yeah, and not that we have to. No, anyone has to emulate anything, but you know what I mean when there's like a sound of your area, like. I think the Southwest sound is a very, it's still being forged in a way. I agree. It's pretty cool. There hasn't been like a huge global Southwest artist, or at least that I don't know of. Maybe I'm mistaken there. I don't know. I mean, not, not in the hip hop world, really. I mean, it's, it's a, it's still fresh, open. It's the wild West. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The wild Southwest. But uh, yeah, man. Um, so you came here. You, speaking about what you went to school for, becoming an artist. You're not just on tour as a rapper. Correct. You're also here to promote your book. That's right. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So um, I have a book out called Dead Beat Dios. It's a book of poetry and rhymes. It's available now on uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Walmart.com. I'm trying to get it in more stores, but basically it's a uh, it's a collection of poetry and rhymes um, from the last 10 years. So from that 2008, 2009, when I started as an artist, um, I've used different names and different monikers along the way. Uh, but this book here is a kind of a summary of all that, like all the pain, all the glory um, throughout those 10 years. And uh, I just decided to put all this stuff together. I was listening to all my old music. I had a fan, um, shout outs to Roberto, uh, he's out in Spain. He actually uh, has been collecting all my music since I started. I don't even have it, you know, like computers crash, hard drives fail, you know? But uh, he had all my stuff and uh, I got it. And I was going through some stuff, you know, personal stuff. And um, I was always the kind of artist to not like my music. Like I'll make it and that will be it you know like I don't want to bump my own stuff over and over unless I'm practicing for a show or something like that but um I was like man let's just give this a try and I started hearing all the my old stuff and I just naturally started kind of writing it down because I had lost all the lyrics all that stuff 
And before I knew it, I was like 60 pages in, you know, and I was like, man, I'm like, this could be a book, you know, and I started, you know, curating it a bit. And now I got over 100 pages of stuff in here. So super proud of it. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. I I don't think I've ever uh, had anyone in here who's written a book. I mean, everyone's got their rhyme books. I've had everyone who comes in here has a rhyme book, but... (laughs) you know packaged it finished it you know it's, it's like it's like with an album it's like i know a lot of artists who make songs but do they package it make the artwork put it out you know like do the full thing and that's that's really the the hard work it's not the heart work it's yeah. the hard work like like, that. like when you make uh the music that's that's so fun i love that i love making music but like i just finished a record you know, you rocked the release last night, and uh, it was dope. Killed it, by the way. But uh, thank you, man. But I'm I'm just so happy to be. <laughs> it sounds so terrible, but I'm so happy to be done with it. Like it was just such a process, and I want to get back to going and creating new music because, like, I just, I was mixing, mastering, you know, making sure the discs came out right. All these like little tiny, tiny details, and that stuff's like. Yeah, make you crazy if you like I had to learn to like take breaks and like learn to like balance otherwise uh, past albums I've put out I've like put myself to near like mental exhaustion oh, just yeah. like worrying about every detail so so to see a finished book that's got to be the same thing you know just in a I was stressing over everything the design just like you're saying the design the formatting of the book um spelling grammar you know, like even more layers than in music I guess oh but to find oh I'd hate to find a typo. Like I, I make a typo in every flyer, <laughs> like something somewhere. I always type up my posts, typos. Yeah. And if there book. is, maybe second edition. You know. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. You could go back and and switch that. So that's there's always that hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all, you for real. Um, I wanted to package this because it's not only about putting out the book for me. It's more about trying to challenge uh, the literary world. Um, and you know give people uh like myself a voice um it's more than me at this point you know i uh i'm a father i have kids you know um i remember being that young kid like like i said i've always loved books i've loved to read um, but i've always had like a bad taste in my mouth about there not being enough um, voices like mine people like me with backgrounds like mine um you know i'm a son of immigrants from new york city from the projects you know, I'm Colombian. Um, there's not a lot of voices like that that represent that, at least for me, or or at least they were hard to find, so to speak. So um, with that, that's something that I'm trying to challenge. You know, like today I'm doing that book reading later and, you know, I'm going to be doing hip hop in a literary setting, you know. Um, that's all. Yeah. Tell the I don't I don't think we've mentioned to the listeners what what you're doing about the book reading, have we? Uh, no, not yet. Um, well, today, um, February 20. Yeah, when this actually comes out, this will already have happened, but still yeah. a cool thing to talk about. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, it's at Garcia Street Books here in Santa Fe. I'm going to be doing a, a book reading and signing um, for the community here. Uh, got a nice number of people uh, interested in it, so the bookstore is pushing it a lot. Um, they're giving me a chance to come in and speak, and you know, people will hear my voice, so I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. I think more people need to... Uh kind of follow those footsteps and hopefully you can open up a, a path for that i hope so that's man. dope yeah no it's good to have a cause like that that's a legitimate purpose you know so 
brings me uh, brings me life. I remember being on the block, friendless, trying to find my path. Search for the enemy without a cry or laugh. Somehow I saw the enemy in modern man. It's love, the rise energy, the guarded lands. The streets been depleted of the masculine. Boys turn to ghosts, cause most can't manhandle it. They don't know how to contain the savage and uproot a culture, vulture, go scavenging. I done left all my lives before most my growth been. Whenever I'm out the door, but I'll be damned if I don't provide for my tribe. Hustle is the vibes, don't care if you subscribe. I done lost a lot of friends on this domino. Cause we follow what we follow, it's the honor code. We don't switch the pitch up, now we monotone, thoroughbred since rainbows were monochrome. I remember being on the block, friendless, next day, I was halfway out to Memphis, no job, just on a climb that was endless, slept in my car, trying to ride out the sentence, uh, I was nobody then, just a soul in the wind, trying to pay the rent, I was nobody then, just a soul in the wind, trying to pay the rent, I was nobody then, just a soul in the wind, trying to pay the rent. I was nobody then, just a soul in the wind, tryna pay the rent. I remember being on the block. I remember being on the block. I remember being on the block, friendless, friendless. I remember being on the block. I remember being on the block. I remember being on the block, friendless, friendless. That was pay the rent. Um, that is on Gamin, uh, the latest CD that I am pushing here on this tour. Um, Pay the Rent is one of my favorites on there. Uh, I wrote it in a dark time, and it seems like a lot of my music and a lot of my artistry comes from pain. And a lot of the stuff that I enjoy personally from my own self is the stuff of pain and suffering, um, just because it serves as like a, a therapeutic kind of thing. So not that I like to punish myself or reflect on negative things, but I like to see where I've been and where I am now. And it kind of uh, humbles me a little bit and reminds me of like, I overcame these things. I can overcome whatever's in front of me now. So um, that's what this is right here. Pay the rent. I remember being homeless for a bit um, after college uh, with a newborn and, uh, you know, trying to find my way you know, and uh, sleeping in my car at gas stations and all that stuff is always on my mind, you know, um, especially now as a father and my kid growing up, it uh, kind of worries me a little bit. So songs like this um, help keep me focused, you know, help uh, not let me slip, help uh, me be a good father and a good influence, you know, and help have a purpose as an artist so, uh, so I don't get back there. Or so I don't try to uh, suggest people to get there. It's not cool. It's not fun. You know, let's like let's try to be the best that we can be. So that's kind of where where I am as an artist. Um, selfishly using it as therapy for myself, and then hoping that whoever listens can, you know, find some sort of reflection in my words. You know, that's awesome, man. That's cool that you 
Sometimes when I write a song, I'm just writing. I don't know. It's cool that you have such a weight to to your pen game. You know, you're holding that pen and you're writing your truth, you know. I try to, man. Like, I, as an artist, like, I take really long writing. Like, you know, you're an MC, you've been around MCs. You know, everyone kind of varies a little bit. Like, if you're in, a, in the booth with homies, you know. And I'm by far always the last one. Like, ain't no question. Um, and it's not that I can't come up with rhymes. I could come up with rhymes rather quickly. But it's more like what we're saying. Like, I want to make sure that if it ever comes out in a book, if somebody ever quotes me, if somebody ever really tries to listen, they can respect the fact that, you know, there's substance. There's, like, double entendres. There's probably hidden meetings. There's a lot of stuff in there, uh, kind of like goodies for people to find. And I take a lot of pride in that, you know, as an artist versus, um, and no disrespect to the artists that are like that, that can just go ahead and have a 16 in like five minutes. Um, I could never, like, I just, I wouldn't feel confident, you know, like I'm sure it'll rhyme. I'm sure it'll flow, but I want it to just, you know, like a hard liquor shot, like, Ooh, okay. Like if I want to listen to more, I got to like tune my ears to this kind of thing, you know? And just hope that people like it, you know? Yeah, well, you got to take your art seriously. I guess you don't have to, but... Yeah. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I try to. <laughs> Do you have any other musical projects you're working on or or what else you got going? I know the book is a big, the big thing right now. Yeah, the book the book is my... um. It's a really big thing because I'm trying to get it in more bookstores. I'm trying to get it in colleges, at libraries, um... I'm trying to do a lot of these book signings and readings. Like I said, I'm trying to break the literary world a little bit um, and bring some of that like DIY hip hop indie kind of feel, you know, into the literary world. Like I, I dropped the book trailer, you know, um, kind of like we do in the album trailers a little bit with that feel. Um, I've been doing like posters. I've been like promoting this like a like a music project, you know, because um, that's kind of lacking a little bit. In, in the literary world as well like i want to bring some sauce and some flavor some hip-hop element into the literary world switch it up a little bit you know um and so with that i um i've also been working on music but i'm trying to let this get some more steam before i release something else uh because i'm also self-producing a, a album for the first time and that's taken me a long time because i don't really have the the patience to to make beats so I'll start making something dope and then I'm just like, oh, let me stop because I don't know exactly what I'm trying to figure out because um, I've spent so much time being an MC, but uh, I'm just giving it a shot, you know, like at, at producing, seeing if I can make something um, just for myself to see what, what happens. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, it's always good to get behind uh, the beats too, I think. Like you get an, a, it's a different approach. For me as a lyricist, I get in my head a lot. So I like making beats because I don't really have to think that much. It's more feel and do I like the sound or not? Does that go with this? What am you know, I don't have to really I've had that. I'm trying to write lyrics. I'm just getting pissed because I hate everything I'm writing. But I, I want to make music. That's what I'm trying to do with that, you know, chunk of time. So I've learned to be like, why don't you make some beats? And then I have a black. I don't sometimes the beats aren't even usable. Yeah, like for for whatever application they come out kind of weird or experimental. 
In fact, we used a lot of those beats for the record I put out last night. That's kind of that record's more experimental, but that's why because I just sit down and I make a beat, and I'm not like, yo, I need something that goes hard. I need something that I just sit down and just write or, you, or just compose. I guess. Are you trying to make the beat like for yourself to rap, or are you just trying to make the beat just to make a beat? Does that make sense? Like, kind of like the I guess ideally, I always hope it comes out as a beat that i can use to rap or for someone in my circle to use to rap like i guess the goal always is like let's i want to i want this to turn into a track for somebody somewhere but i'm not like rigid to that like if i sit down and i'm just feeling something i just go with it or sometimes i'm like you know i want to work on my hi-hats or work on a certain technique so i make a whole beat just to play with that technique Mm. And my other thing is I finish. I always finish the beat. I, so that's a question. Sorry to cut you off, but that's no, what no. I had a question for you there was how do you know when the beat is done? Because that's one of my issues right now, personally, as like a, trying to make beats. I'm like, mm, should I add or maybe I should take away or maybe I should play with this and tweak this a little bit. That's a hard one. I mean, nothing's ever done. You know, you just have yeah. to like stop. <laughs> but um, but you can overdo, I think, like, like a lot of beats in my history i feel like my older beats were busier and it's like i learned like you know if i make a beat and the way i want i fill it with all the sounds and i go crazy and then i try to rap on it there's no space for my voice because i put i used all those frequencies with you know guitar lines or whatever sounds and so i always i guess that's a trick too is to do less than you think you need Mm-hmm. At, at least at first and that's like a good lesson in almost anything in life i'd be like in like mixing right like i always Drop like do what i'm gonna do and then like mm, whatever sounds good then like s- subtract that just a couple and then that's like probably the sweet spot God, i like yeah, that at least with music i don't know that's just my i'm trying to take the wisdom man. <laughs> no yeah Thank this you. is about yeah this is about your wisdom today i want to i don't want to Sorry, I like Do asking questions. No, I'm down. I'm down <laughs> to talk, man. I just feel like I, I always tell everybody I'm like, the best episodes are the ones where I talk the least. <laughs> I'll talk more. I'll talk more. <laughs> no, I'm just, talking, I'm just playing. It's just more giving myself crap for my rambling ways. I'm a chatter, you know, but I feel like that's cool because I have a podcast. So it's like, of course, you need it. better to be, you know, talkative if, you, if I had a podcast. <laughs> of course my man a few words podcast there we go that's, the, that's, that's mine <laughs> i say like 12 words and that wrap it up no. well but you you put a lot we've already established you put a lot of intention in your words and not only you say in your raps but now you're a writer you know you, you went to school for this so you're i can only imagine that in conversation you also are measured in what you say you know you try to be I, I i just find myself being always in like in this deep level like this deep state of mind um and i don't know why that is but that's just how i'm wired like i want to know about you know death and life and your background and you know your ambitions and your dreams like over you know your favorite food or what your favorite color is like you're not a small talker no nah, i just can't like it it um I don't know. It just doesn't do nothing for me. Like I start drifting into my mind at that point, like trying to think of other cool stuff, you know? Um, I, yeah. This isn't cool enough. I got to think of some cooler shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't like it, it, it breaks me down a little bit. So um, I'm always in that kind of deep, 
state of mind. Um, to my own fault, but I like it. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, I like that. That's it makes for good artistry, right? Right. It's gonna make it harder for you to get on the radio, though, man. I, like I feel like you have you can't overthink the radio. You have I know. To be as basic as possible. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> I was trying with a friend. We were just goofing around. Like, let's try to make like a bad like mumble rap like record radio like let's just do it let's see what we can do like let's take three hours and from scratch see what we can make and the hardest part was me rewriting my lyrics because i'm like no that's too clever clever (laughs) that's too wordplay yeah like no and i'm like okay dude just rhyme the same word with itself like four times like stop it no 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 dude don't think about like i had to keep telling myself stop thinking (laughs) right no i thought about that too much stop it (laughs) Oh man, did you finish it? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fun little track that no one's ever gonna hear besides <laughs> my my friends that are in the studio with me. Oh, that's dope. That's my alter ego, but alter 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 ego. But we're not talking about about that that yep. guy today. <laughs> that's when I'm like I I was in the middle of that and I was like, dude, you are wasting. Your, get to work on some real shit. Like what the like. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll get too playful in the studio, and and it's fun. I actually enjoy those like experimental play tracks. But yeah, I'm you like, need play dude, time. dude, like, you have like three records you're working on. Get back to fucking work, <laughs> man. That's my problem. That's why I'm so proud of Wolfie Willie last night. Like, it was to finish something. I always stress that to finish something. It's just that's the that's the accomplishment. I feel like you know. Yeah, giving yeah. birth to art, man. Officially at that point. Today's like relief. Like, I don't have to think about those songs all day and practice them over and over and over. It's over. It is over. <laughs> and you did a great job, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> no, but I am stoked to rock those songs again next time because now I have the confidence. Like, no, I did it. You know, it's good. Nice. Do we want to talk about your, your book a little more? Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about it. I um, So some of the stuff that I cover on here, there's songs that I dropped on my al- you know, albums before. Um but I just, you know, there's stuff in here like uh, my pops passed uh, almost three years ago um, due to suicide. Um, and that was tough, you know. Um, also, with this book, like The Birth of My Son, um, I wrote a song to my son many years ago as a father, as a new father, not knowing what to expect. Um, and that's in the book. Um, and things like that, you know, like I'll, I'll read something and I know exactly where I was and uh, when I was. And so... I really like that. Um, but part of it, too, why I'm really proud of this book is that I've kind of been gone for a couple of years. You know, I haven't really done anything art wise for the last maybe three years, four years. And, um, you know, I disappeared completely, like deactivated the socials, like all that, you know, um, blew everything up. And it was, you know, a lot of stuff going on in my life and being a father and all that stuff. I wanted to be there for my kids and you know, touring and doing shows, you're up late, you're out, you know, and then in the morning, the kids want to play. And I didn't want to sacrifice those early years of my kids um, by trying to be an MC or, you know, or being out and about. Um, It was really hard to weigh that, you know, like, because I I felt like I was going somewhere, if that makes sense, you know, like things were starting to kind of heat up a little bit for me as an artist, and I just dropped it. And so what actually brought me back was my kids, you know, um, 
like I left it for them and they were actually the ones that uh that brought me back into it and I uh I gotta thank them for that you know um kind of bringing new fire and new fuel into me as an artist and a writer you know and you know my my kids saw me uh making this book you know what are you doing dad I'm working on my book you know and then I get my book and they get to see it you know um and that's huge for me you know and I uh doing music again and I get to show them little clips like you know like last night at the show um people posted stuff and tagged me and I'm showing my kids like hey look at this look at that and they're super proud you know and so it's a new feel you know I feel like I'm doing it for them as opposed to uh doing it for me you know like what can I accomplish where can I get you know it's like how much stuff can I can I show these kids you know like how many doors can I knock down how many shoulders can I tap how many mics can I grab? You know, how many books could I release? You know? Um, so by the time that it's their turn, you know, to pick up a pen or a camera or whatever it is that they want to do, um, I hopefully did a decent job in paving a way to uh, show them to never like, give up, you know? Just, you can take a break, you can take some things, but keep going, you know? Yeah, it gives them an example and confidence to say like, hey, dad did that oh i could do that oh we oh look how you know that's so cool man. that's beautiful my son's a killer beatboxer at this point he's almost seven. Oh um, man and he's already starting a freestyle which is super crazy to me because dang you know he's actually rhyming words and and on flow and stuff and he knows a lot of my rhymes you know like i'll put a beat on and he could rap my songs without my vocals you know damn which is nuts so that is sick that excites me you know a lot i love hearing about this new generation of, of like hip hoppers and their their kid now a lot of them have kids and their kids are like b-boys b-girls mcs beatboxers shit's awesome i know That's so cool it's just gonna get better and better and better like soy and iladia they're saying how their kid was making beats with a little piano at the store i don't know if you were there when no, we were talking no, no. about that but she had the store, and she had this little toy piano, and she's making beats. Yeah, man. The lot is like, all right, we're buying that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got one of those little uh, NPC apps on my phone, you know, with, like, the little boxes on stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. My son loves it, just doing loops and sampling, and I'm trying. You know, like, that's my job as a dad at home. I do a lot of the art stuff. Um, the wife does a lot of, uh, you know, the more schooling Um but I try to do, I, I'm like the fun guy at this point. But uh, so we do like music, we do art, we write, we do all kinds of stuff like comic books and all that. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at as a, as a father, as an artist, um, it's new energy. So, and I'm hoping that it, you know, people see it on stage and hear it in my words and hear it in my writing. Um, Cause I'm super passionate about it, man. Yeah, man. Well, the kids of the future, you know, I mean, that's like cliche as hell, but but it's like it's our future too. I feel like as as older, getting older in the in the game with the music, you know, not not being like because I because I relate to you. You know, I feel I don't have kids, but I feel at this point that's why I do the monthly and the podcast and things like that. Like I'm not trying to. It's not about like oh me my art me me listen to me listen to me look at what I'm doing look at what I'm doing. Yeah. I feel more inclined to to be help produce a platform that the young because when i was young there were people doing that 
and I was looking up to them and oh that's so cool and now I'm older and I wasn't seeing anyone doing it looking around kind of like what the hell I'm like oh crap I'm not a kid anymore I'm the one who needs to be doing this stuff <laughs> you know so I kind of like now it's my turn so that's why I'm throwing shows and I've always thrown shows but not on the not with not the way this is this is a community thing this yeah is, like I do I I throw I organize but I'm not like like I don't even have to be there anymore you know what I mean like it, everyone's handles it it's it's so cool it's such I, a group effort i love that to be honest man i i was talking to the wife about it like i mean i know it's just one night and i was just here last night and i'm sure there's uh you have a lot more experience clearly because you're here but i love the vibes like it really felt like a community like i'm you know i'm a people watcher like i like watching so i was like posted up and i'm like watching people and um i'm seeing like all these different mcs like you know i'm seeing people handshakes hugs giving each other props standing up for each other um you know kind of the support and um i i know that that's amazing and that good things are gonna be happening because of that you know community does a lot of great things so um seeing that is awesome and that's and thank you yeah no it's 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 like that every month too it's so cool it's so that's what's cool about it. It's monthly, so every it builds on itself. You know, everyone kind of knows what to expect, and it, and it's become that kind of. I got there at seven thirty, and the parking lot was packed. So yeah, it was wild. That was awesome. So if you're in Santa Fe, take her from Lago. Please go check out the Brutat Boom Bap because it's a lot of fun. I need to get a dolly for my gear. I'm like, I had to park so far and carrying all this stuff. Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but yeah, Soy did. No, I saw Soy had a little dolly so he was prepared it seems. yeah so i knows what's up <laughs> well his wife Ilade, she was djing and she has a booth in the market she she does like uh jewelry and they do soaps together and she does these like beaded sunglasses and stuff like they're those two are power couple that's awesome <laughs> yeah i love the fact that dj and mc man i got one of the soaps by the way from soy yesterday too i'm gonna give that a try I got one, but I'm like, I'm not even going to use it. I'm just going to like, it's part of my, my, my like trinkets. Oh yeah. Like the like merch. I have, I have like a hip hop museum kind of going in the corner. Nice. <laughs> this is Mala Mala. Uh, it's on Gamin, uh, my latest CD. And just for those who don't know, Gamin um, is a Colombian slang um, and it means someone from the streets. Um, it's usually uh, a derogatory term. Um, it's usually used, you know, like, oh, let's get this person out of here kind of tone. And uh, what I wanted to do with Gamin was um, take it, own it, and, uh, you know, make it something different. I wanted to change the meaning behind it because I consider myself somebody from the streets, you know. And um, I don't think that just because you're from the streets means you're a bad person, you know. Um, there's plenty of people in suits who are terrible, so... Um, as far as that goes, that's what the, the name Gamin uh, means, but check out Mala Mala. Mala mala outfits, lock picking your coffin, lock seeing you struggling, not giving a fuck. It's you in your reflection, figuring out the message, wondering where the breath is. Will you, will you breathe? Halos is what it cost me, angels been keeping off me, deadly thoughts in my brain, the people just see me. 
lost and it's the journey of the hero At times it gets fearful, no matter what it goes My whole zone in that mirror I used to be a cloud, now I'm more like a river I used to see the crowns where the life I would shiver But not now, something in my mind says to calm down Another voice appears telling me to put the stomps down Which one to listen to? Give them some living proof I choose the vibe they give me the simple truth Meltdown, born in a state, in a death town Never seen a fake, relate to the breath sound I leave for the southwest, Vito without stress Me hold this route blessed I leave for the southwest, Vito without stress Me hold this route blessed for the southwest, Vita without stress, me hold this route blessed. I leave for the southwest, Vita without stress, me hold this route blessed. So I'm, I'm super proud of being Colombian uh, and, you know, my, uh, I've been doing, tracing my family tree rather, uh, you know, I have kids now, like I said, it's a big thing and I'm trying to move my way up, uh, and, you know, both sides, mom and dad, you know, four or five generations back are all Colombian. Um, everything is Colombian. I was basically raised as a Colombian. Spanish is my first language. Um, I didn't learn English till I was five or six when I went to school. Uh, my parent, my parents didn't really speak English. Um, my mom still kind of doesn't. She's still in New York City. She's still in Queens. You don't really need much English in New York. Um, and, you know, so I pride myself on that. Like, I grew up really um, Colombian at home and uh, really hip-hop on the streets. So um, it's a beautiful blend that I'm super proud of. You know, it, it made me today and um i uh, whenever anybody mentions colombia or anything colombian i get excited as long as it's not like the the negative stigma that colombia seems to have in mainstream media which is uh another thing why i'm going so hard as an artist to kind of change that narrative because it seems like uh, when colombians are mentioned uh, for the most part it's just either like drugs um, you know cartels pablo escobar that kind of jazz or prostitutes, um, you know, and Colombia has so much more to offer than that. And I think it's a, a lazy part on, you know, mainstream media today that they don't even take the time to showcase, you know, what Colombia is really about, its people, its culture, its music. And um, I'm hoping to kind of sneak in my way in there to to show that later down the line. You know, it's... um. I rock it. I always say I'm Colombian first. You know, I have my dual citizenship, so I'm I'm out there, you know, and I want people to to realize how beautiful the country is. Like whenever like you were mentioning that you traveled, like that excites me. Um, there's so much going on there, so much opportunity, great music, great people, great food, affordable, you know, and it's just a shame that um, people are scared. You know, there's a lot of fear with Colombia and it's just not true. You know, so well, and that stuff's 
like the eighties. They're like that's so old school, you know. So like, old school. Like it's, but but yeah, it, I mean that's a compelling story. You know, the Escobar thing is crazy. It's an amazing story. But once you go out there, it's and I've been fortunate. It's been about eight years, but I was out there for a little while, and I was fortunate enough to. And it was it wasn't like at a resort kind of thing. I was, we were like backpacking, taking the local buses, like traveling around the country, like really um, kind of being kind of part in it, you know, a little bit and, and kind of meeting a lot of people, sometimes relying on the kindness of strangers to get out of just like tough situations just because we were somewhere we didn't know and our Spanish wasn't all that strong. at the, eh, We had decent Spanish at that point, but... It got that was the beginning of a very long journey for us where we were in South America for many months. So that's beautiful. We weren't as, and I don't want to speak for my partner. She's she's fluent, but I wasn't as strong with Spanish. I'll say, <laughs> um, but it was like we had to rely on on people to help us to do certain things. And and it's funny that you say you know just meeting you uh, recently. That's one thing that my partner and I took away from being in Colombia was was the and and my, she'll say this to, to this day she's like i just love how proud everyone was of their country and how how much they were they were excited like you know we went in there hearing all this you know like oh you know careful they don't like americans there or whatever and it's like the opposite they're like stoked like oh you're from the u.s oh check oh we Let's show you this. Oh, we want to show That's you this. Right. Oh, you got to go. There's this really cool waterfall. You just got, you know, like. They'll take the day off from work to show you around, man. Yeah, like, they, if anything, it's kind of like what you're saying, and you're just reinforcing that, is, like, maybe it's because of the bad stigma, is, like, no, we got to undo that. Like, we got to, like, no, let's make sure they they have a good time, you know, yeah. and, and there's such a, pri- a pride, and, and, and they were just always so sweet, and my partner, she was so charmed with everybody they and she's like, yeah, I just love the way the Colombians speak. They're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're friendly people. We are friendly people. Thank you. I'm happy that you guys went to go. Hopefully, we uh, take a trip out there one day. Yeah, I'd show you my coffee back. farm. It should be cool, man. That would be awesome. I got Wi-Fi there and soft grid. Could make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Set up a lab, make a studio. Man, dreams, dreams. <laughs> sweet, man. Well, hell, this has been a condensed conversation. I feel like, but I feel like we've covered as much ground as a two-hour episode in a lot of ways you know yeah i feel like you've kind of nailed nailed what you're about you're prepared i mean you're you're on a book tour right now so you're probably ready to talk about yourself in a way and get your point across a little bit yeah man i just i appreciate here the time today man i i know i'm a little bit all over the place but that's how i've been my whole life you know like i said i was uh raised kind of um bicultural you know um and that's kind of opened up my whole life, you know, um, two languages, two cultures, two countries. Um, and then, you know, moving to the Southwest made it like three lands, you know, um, city, desert and jungle, you know, and all those three are completely different. Um, but I love all three of them, you know, and so that's why I get, tend to be a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, I can... I'd love to kick a cypher, but I also love to dance some salsa, you know, and so all that, you know, people are complex. So I appreciate you, you know, taking the time here today to kind of hear me out a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, man. So good to have you. Is there anything else you want to throw in? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, my wife, Alejandra. 
um, my son, Alan II, and my daughter, Ella Gray. Um, my family is everything to me. Um, they are my purpose. Um, and I just, you know, want to tell them I love them. And also want to shout out Queens, um, Tucson, uh, Phoenix, and uh, Columbia, of course, my homeland. But lastly, Santa Fe. Um, I felt really good here. People have been treating me really nice. City's amazing. So thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you, man. You want to close out with a track? Yeah, let's close out with a track. Uh, this one is called Arrival. And uh, it's actually the first track I released after taking a long break. Um, and it's just, you know, kind of stating that I'm here now. And uh, that's what this is. This is Arrival. enough